Hello and welcome to the Pioneers of the Great Awakening. Uh, this is uh, uh, a, a, a specific new, uh, well, we've been doing it for a month now. We have uh, our fourth guest here, which is an amazing artist that uh, is do, playing her part on the Great Awakening, just like all of us, um, awakening to our purpose and stepping out into the world and you know bringing our gifts to the world. And um, her name is Amazie and she lives in Mallorca, Spain. And she's a light worker, an awakener, a conscious MC vocal recording artist. And she's a vital dancer and vital development facilitator, right? She's been performing as spiritual raves and is well known in the new conscious raving scene. With her amazing vocal talent and knowledge of dancing, she is creating gateways for us to express and flow through dance, taking us to a divine sacred space on the mic, guiding the music and everyone at the gathering to a subliminal stale. So she's a, a shaman, sort of modern rave shaman, if that's, if that's, if she let me say that. Welcome, <laughs> Amazie, to the pioneers of the Great Awakening. And before we get started, tell us, tell us uh, something interesting about yourself that most people don't know about. Ooh. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Um, I hope you're well. Yeah, my name is Anathy. Um, Okay, something that most people do not know about me. Um, okay, well, that's a hard one because I don't really have any filters. <laughs> um, not a lot of people know that... Um, um, I went through a lot of suffering. I think that could be a, the answer. The amount of suffering that I've been through as a, as a being on this planet, in this reality, perhaps, because I don't talk about it too much. So perhaps my life experience is quite sacred or hidden. Although now I'm speaking more about it because it all makes sense right now to actually speak about it because it's helping other people as well to move forward, especially in the moment we're living in. Beautiful, beautiful. And what was your fork in the road, that moment where that your life completely took a turn and, and, be, and you started becoming who you are? Ah, the moment I saw the light. <laughs> um, I would say I was about 22 years old and I was coming out of a, um, a relationship with the love of my life. And he was um, schizophrenic, unfortunately. So I had actually become, you know, in that state where I wasn't sure, you know, I could see the, I could see the light and I could see the dark in everybody. Because, um, you know, he would express the devil within him and then the angel. So I was kind of like very lost in what was true and what wasn't true. And um, I, it was when internet was just starting and I had a, um, a message pop up on, I just found something. I found this place called the School of Love. And um, it was this tantric place in the Southern of Spain in Granada, in the mountains. And they have like these, uh, you know, beautiful mountains with waterfalls and anyway. And at the time, you know, my friends were all a bit like, what are you doing? How, why would you want to go to some house of love? You know, they thought it was something crazy. What are you doing? What are you doing? 
And there was something inside of me just calling me to go to this place. I knew I needed to go to this place. And the wife of my guru at the time, she kind of knew she needed to call me in. Like the guides are just telling her, you know, say yes to this girl, even if there was no space to say yes. So when I arrived, the experience was something that just, it was a turning point in my life. Like he would speak about astrology and in the mountains, there's this tantric energy, which is all about love to oneself, love to nature and love to life. And then obviously, you know, the whole sexual thing comes after that. Although it's been so marked, you know, in the system that we live in as, you know, you know, devilish and, you know, not, not good. Tantra is like, ooh, you know, but actually there's so much Tantra. It's a way of life. It's a way of living. It's just understanding that we're all energy and that if there's not a balance, then, you know, um, things just don't work right. So it's as simple as, you know, we're light and we're conscious. So from that, time on I discovered through going uh, to this place and meeting my guru that um you know um, I had this voice and that I was given this voice to to share love to the world and that was kind of my initiation of going to I was either London or New York and that's what took me off to go to London and you know seek my destiny in London and I went back a few times when I was in London, because at that time I was kind of singing in the conscious raves. It's not, it wasn't conscious then, actually. Sorry, no, it was just underground. <laughs> I was introduced in the London underground with, you know, people playing the musicians, playing the drums and MCs on the vocals and, you know, watching how production was working and, and how, the, how they created um, events. And I was kind of sitting back, just dancing and listening to the sound because I used to love clubbing. And, um, and I would compare that to my tribal for my tribe in the mountain and how we used to dance around the fire. And I would bring in, so when I'd go to my guru, I would start speaking this kind of manglish sound. And it was a bit like, we'd paint our faces and I'd be like, with the, with the wife, you know, and she'd be like, you know? and, uh, and then suddenly I would take that to the city. So I transformed that and I brought it into the underground. And that's what would raise the vibration into this kind of crazy, tribe in the middle of the city it was unfortunately there was no a and r because everyone was literally off their faces because there was a lot of drugs <laughs> so so no one really caught my talent so it was a bit like you know that was the story but it all came from there that's what that was the reason why i do what i do and that's what inspired me to to lift up and to understand that everything that happens to me is happening for me if you will so you kind of discovered some sort of connection to an ancient or a space language or something and just started channeling that through the singing. I know exactly what you're talking about because I've done it. I, at yeah. some point, it just comes through and you start going, what are you doing? And it just, yeah. like, it just, it just, and you're dancing and it just really goes and it gets really beautiful or really crazy. I mean, it depends on the energy, you know, but I know exactly what you're talking about. So tell us, what was your worst moment? Like if, if your life is a movie or a book, and then that was kind of like the, the kind of like the inciting incident that really kicks your story, right? Then, then the story keeps going. You meet allies, you meet enemies, you meet guardians, you meet messengers, right? And then at some point, your life starts going downhill and it hits and it hits until it hits like rock bottom. And that's kind of like the transmutation of your journey, right? When was your worst, like your deepest, darkest moment? Okay, so that is a really good question. 
I love your questions, by the way. Um, so my deepest, my deepest, darkest moment would have been um, when I was in London. I spent 10 years in London. I was 17 years in the UK. So I left the magical island, the innocent girl, to go to the underground of London, thinking that she was going to be the next Madonna. You know, not like, you know, in the system, but there was a calling, that fire inside, the light worker. My sole mission, like I knew my sole mission very, very, you know, a, a while ago. But what I didn't realize is that I had to live a lot of life experiences and abuse, you know. So my worst would be, uh, so in 2008, I'd been through various different abusive uh uh, relationships with men, yeah. Well, I, I would get, be getting, I would be, I would be beaten up, or you know, like because I was running from a very low, low. Uh, my belief system was not at a high frequency, so I was running from I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy. But my third eye was like a bullet. Like I knew where I wanted to go, but I was creating it from a very low space, yeah. So all of these things had to happen to me for me to love myself and come back to my power, right? So. Um, yeah, my back suddenly went and um, I suffered severe chronic back pain for 10 years from 30 to 40 years old. Yeah. And so I, I tried all sorts of different massages, all sorts of different treatments, acupuncture, chiropractor, um, osteopath, um, acupuncture, no, every, everything pretty much, you know, any, any treatment I could try, I, 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 went through that I also went through the process of understanding how to manage my pain first of all accepting I had a pain and I was a granny an old lady a young person in the body of an old lady who was not able to move so if I had to if I did something in the morning then I couldn't do something in the afternoon yeah at the beginning of the pain I was still with my my um child's dad who was also abusive against me um but the worst part of the whole 10 year uh, was the fit the 10 year phase was at the end of it. Because they say when you come to uh, the resolution of a body pain, it tends to increase, so it tends to get worse, yeah? So I was seeing this woman, I, I did EFT, I'm an EFT and reprinting, re-imprinting of the matrix practitioner now. So it's all about tapping and going into memories and traumas within our subconscious mind that are still living today. And you know, making sure that the inner child is now okay, so it's solving it creating a resolution and then um, changing that perception, that belief system, just changing the belief system. So I was, through, I was at the end of that process. And um, I remember um, I, went, I went to a rave in London to sing for a friend of mine. And suddenly um, I had this Eastern European DJ come in and we were all kind of all about the love. And I was chatting about emotions and singing. And this guy pulled out my mic. It was like, rah you know, threw it on the floor. And I was like, oh, and there was a sudden moment that I kind of, kind of went, uh, you know, and like, every, I couldn't speak, I couldn't express. Um, I didn't know how to, I, I felt all the negative beliefs that I felt before, that I wasn't good enough, that I wasn't worthy, yeah? And I went home and the next day I had this shooting pain down my leg. It was like, vroom, right? And after 10 years of having the pain here in my waist and not being able to move very well from my spine, I kind of knew that this was, it had moved. So this was a good thing, but it was so intense. I was taking like 600 ibuprofen 
during the day, it was it was very, very intense. I managed to fly to Spain to get an MRI scan because in England, it's very difficult. The NHS won't just give you a scan. You have to go round and round. And um, my mom had a doctor and they did a scan and it was a herniated disc. So I had no water in my spine, basically. It was very rigid in L4, L5. There was no water. It comes from a belief of I'm not taken care of. That's the beliefs of the reduction of water within the spine. So, um, yeah, so the doctor said, yeah, it's a herniated disc. It, ha it had actually come out. The cushion had come out. But the problem is that the cushion was, it was kind of like coral. It was rigid because there was no water. Yeah, not, it wasn't like coral, but it was kind of like coral because when it, they took it out, that's what it looked like. It was like four centimeters long. But it, had, it was pressuring on my, on my sciatica nerve. And so I spent six months waiting for an operation. I found a guy, I found some doctors in Germany and I did it privately. And they went, it was a keyhole operation. And, um, you know, so I had to wait for six months, but those six months were the, were the worst six months of my life because I was literally taking my daughters to school and I was literally, you know, I was single and I was running a business with 85 clients and I was doing all the invoices manually. Can you imagine like bending down on my bed? Um, I bought a remote, a remote adjustable bed, but I literally couldn't lie straight. I had to lie on my side. It was so bad. And then once I had the operation, um, I went on my own because nobody would come with me. So I was just like, okay. And once I had the operation, it's, it took a year, a year for the pain to, to completely go away because the sciatica nerve has a memory. Yeah. So it's bruised, you know, so it needed to heal. So it took about a year for me to come back to myself. But when I, that was about 40. So um, when I was about 42, I was completely uh, pain-free. Now I'm 45 and I'm completely pain-free. But that was, the that was basically the time where I was in the most excruciating pain. Um, you know, and I couldn't, I couldn't say, oh, I don't want to see it. You know, like, yeah. Yeah. And that's why I had to do the work. And that's why I'm where I am now. This is why I'm an empty vessel. This is why I can channel. This is why I'm in some way like a shaman when I do my work. And I can speak about body pain because I know what it's like, you know? And when people say to me, oh no, it's okay. You know, I'll just do a massage. I'm like, okay, you go. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck, love. <laughs> that's exactly, and it totally leads to my, my next question, right? What you're already saying, you know? What is the lesson that you learned out of this? Because now I'm seeing, you know, it became physical. You had to have that experience in order to become the shaman. You had to go through the dark night of the soul. You had to have the pain to know what it feels so that you can help people because now you know. You can't help anybody if you don't know. So what lesson did you learn? What is the, 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 the elixir, the, 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 the boon that you... Uh, that you got out of that experience? Well, the lesson that I learned is that pain happens for you. It doesn't happen to you, yeah? It's not, it's not for you to become the victim because I spent a lot of time in that victim consciousness without even knowing because pain naturally takes you there because if you let pain control you, you know what I mean? If you can then relate to pain as not actually pain just a different feeling and make friends with your pain and understand and ask your pain and I discovered that basically everything that happens to us physically has something to do emotionally emotionally 
It has to do with the disbalance of your chakras. It has to do with like, you know, where are you at a low vibration? Where are you vibrating at a low frequency? Where in your body are your body cells not happy? Where in your body cells have you abandoned that part of your body? Yeah. Because I also had um, cervical cancer as well. Just a couple of scrapes. But that was because until I was 30, I did not enjoy sexuality. I did not enjoy being with a man. Yeah. So I abandoned that space. I abandoned that place because I blocked it out. I, I pretend. Yeah. Like a lot of women do. And therefore you abandon the area. So it goes, it goes, it goes off. You know, that's what happens. And you have to, what I learned is that through affirmations, you can restructure the body. You really can, you know, doing affirmations and changing and reprogramming the system. What I learned is that we're like computers and all you need to do is reset the button. Yeah. And what I learned is that it's very important to, to nurture and to love yourself. And that until you don't love yourself, nothing's going to change around you until you don't, you know, shift your vibration to a higher frequency and you're standing in your power, you know, doesn't matter how much you open your heart, you're going to lose yourself because you're opening your heart and that's great. But you know, you're opening your heart to everyone and anything. Yeah. So it's important to open your heart. But it's important to have personal power, personal power. And also it's important to have a direction. Where are you going? What is your soul mission? Yeah. I learned that as well, but I had my soul mission. I knew my soul mission. This is the difference between me and a lot of people. Some people don't know their soul mission, but I knew my calling and I was from a very young age, but the rest of my chakras were out. You know, I wasn't, I wasn't rooted. I didn't feel like I was, I had a base because I didn't feel accepted when I was a little girl, you know, and it's basically life is very simple. And what I've learned as well is that, you know, once you can navigate through life and you can actually work with these lessons and understand that we are, you know, activate the body, you know, activate the body so you can really integrate, integrate what you're thinking. There's no point going to a therapist and listening. They listen to you talk. Yeah, la, la, la. I've done it. They listen to you talk and then you talk back and then, or they just watch you, you know, uh, or they guide you and they give you a bit of an idea, but then you go home and you're just getting triggered in the same way. The same as when you get a body treatment. You get home and you're triggered in the same way. Your wife says something and then your inner child's like, how dare she? And it's just like, you know, and then your body's like, again. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what I learned. I learned that basically we need to nurture ourselves and reprogram ourselves to be able to see the light, to be able to understand what we're made of. And, yeah, focus on our soul mission, be able to, to understand the purpose that we're here for. Like, we, we're, it's not just us. We're here to do something. To understand that the body is just the computer, it's just the temple, it's the cathedral that carries you around. To nurture it, look after it, water the flowers in your, in your garden, you know? Don't wait for someone else to water it. Don't wait for someone else to enlighten the love within you, because that's what we do. Oh, I wonder if this is the guy. I wonder if this is the one. I wonder if he's going to take me out. Why didn't he take me out? Why didn't he? Well, hang on a minute. Take yourself out, you know? Press that button of love within, because you need to press it first. You can't wait for someone else to keep pressing the button because then you're in lack. Yeah. So that's what I learned. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. That's, and that's visceral, literally was visceral. 10 years of pain. That's 
Absolutely the body. So that's truth. So what keeps you up at night now? Oh, uh, actually nothing right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you <laughs> no, I mean I mean like what 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 kind of stuff is in your head that's like what are you concerned about that it's like you know it's it like outside inside you know what is it where's your focus where's your attention and thinking oh, okay God, I gotta do something about this or you know what I mean yeah okay so more of a concern now in my life it's more of an excitement <laughs> Um, before years ago, it was a concern because I woke up when I was uh, about 15 years ago. I woke up to the satanic rituals, to all the nastiness, to all the darkness that was here. And at that time, people would just call me conspiracy theorist. You're a nutter, you know, you're crazy, whatever. So I kind of kept it in. I kept it in. But there was a lot of anger within me. There was a lot of, you know, I was in London on my own when the Olympics were happening and I knew what was happening, the whistleblowers. And it was just like, you know, I had rice in my house. People thought I was mental, you know. But um, I think now my main focus is my soul mission. And my main focus is maintaining the frequency very high and holding the light for what is to come. Yeah. And we know very, very clearly that it's coming. It's about to blow, right? So before I was always into researching. I mean, I know I've sent you loads of information on Q and I have a member on the island that is very connected to Q and there's information that he gives me that I, that I don't find anywhere else. So I share it, but you know, I've been kind of coming off of that because for me, it's not about, I, we know about the darkness and we know about the system. And I think individuals like myself, my calling, I know now it's not about talking about the truths. There's a lot of people doing that now. I, it's like, I know that right now for me, my thing is to get ready to hold the light and to be able to guide people, to have my setting ready, you know? This is where I do my online dance, you know, to, to actually be ready to hold the light for others. And at the moment, my focus is literally, I feel like I'm starting to master, I'm starting to master every single lesson that comes to me, and it's very exciting because it's like everything that happens to me, like if my car breaks down, it's like, okay, <laughs> you know what am I supposed to do and basically it's just Amanda stop running around trying to find money and making money sit down surrender manifest activate your Merkaba and and then when I do that the next day I got all these calls for work that's my main focus I'm using I'm now using technology that has been hidden away from us it's now being given to us on this earth through different people that are channeling this I follow some teachers that I'm following right now and they're doing these workshops where we're learning how to activate our Merkaba. We are learning and remembering that we were part of a tribe in Atlantis. We are remembering that uh, we were all priests and priestesses. We're rem remembering all of this. You know, this is where my focus is right now. It's not, I really am not looking at Trump. I really am not looking. I, I actually, because, you know, you can be waiting forever, love. <laughs> you know no seriously no people are that sometimes they are just waiting they're just waiting for things to happen and, and it's fine but actually when it does happen and your family is screaming at you and going oh my god you were right what should we do what should we do <laughs> like what are you truther or person that is awake what are you going to offer what, what are you going to be doing like yourself you're interviewing people you're doing so much but 
It's about knowing about the darkness, but also the focus now is, okay, we know about the darkness. Okay. So we know we want to live with love, right? Okay. So there's a lot of work to do here. There's a lot of work to do here. Even truthers and people that are awake, they have traumas. They have belief systems that need to be reprogrammed. So let's do this now. That's the focus. The focus is right now to heal. My focus is to be able to heal others and to heal. Yeah. And making sure that I live in my new earth, high vibration, 5D lifestyle, you know, which is a bit of a difficulty. Sometimes when you navigate in 3D, it doesn't happen often. But the other day I went in a train because I had to get a train because my car broke down. And I went to my friend's house for dinner and I went in the train. This is in Spain. So they're very militant here. They're very, yeah. They're like, I mean, it's like, yeah, it's like Franco times. Well, yeah, they are. They're very, and also it's that whole masculine energy, isn't it? It's like, oh, I've got someone to shout out, you know, you know, it's the ego. And um, I walked into the train and there was these two security guards and they were like, Macarilla? And I was like, oh, no, no, I haven't got a mascarilla, you know? And they were like, off the train, off the train. (laughs) And I was like, what? I couldn't believe it. And I was just standing there. I didn't move. I was just, I was just trying to breathe and actually take in what was actually happening. I was like, are we still here? Is this still real? You know, because I live such a, you know what I mean? I go into nature. I have my little conscious things that I do. It's hard to do, but I maintain. I take my green juices. I, you know, take superfoods so that all the toxins that are out of my body, I meditate and ground into the 5D core of Mother Earth because that's where we need to be grounding into now. The crystalline core, because the core is activated now, right? Anyway, um, it was just basically, it was a rude awakening and a shot. It was like literally moving into another dimension. It was like moving into the, into the density. I was in the third dimension. And um, yeah, it was just a rude awakening. So that's kind of like um, where I am, you know, at a very high vibration. Yeah. <laughs> you have to be at a high vibration uh, for what's coming, though. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. It's it's uh, crazy. So Spain is really still going through that bullshit. Wow. Well, train trains and hospitals, yeah. Everywhere else, nobody wears it. Like you know, you have festival seasons in the villages, and uh, we had a party on the beach in my village square, and you did, they put this, they put sands all over the square, and they have a band, and there was that. There were like loads of people stuck together, but in the train. You have to wear the mask. <laughs> so, they're, so they're still trying to push it through kind of like transportation and public hospitals and stuff like that. But it's kind of people are just, it's not really hitting people. Like people no, I are think, not I believing think, it anymore. Well, I don't know. Some people uh, still believe of, it's, yeah. some people still believe the sea is very you real. You still see the, the timeline. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, whenever, whenever on the news, there's more stuff about it. You can, you, I, 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 over the COVID, I would only know because I would see the old people with masks and more people with masks. Mm-hmm. When there was no masks on the street, it'd be like, oh, okay, it's died down now. Whoops, hang on a minute. <laughs> and then when I'd, see, when I'd see masks, it would be like, oh, hang on, there's another variant, you know. Another <laughs> <laughs> variant, right? So, so what is your vision for humanity's future? Mm. Okay, I think it's, the way I see it is that where we are going is going to be a beautiful, beautiful place. And I think that, I mean, it's not like we're moving totally to a different place, but I think that 
right now people are mixing with each other, but not so much so depending on, oh, okay, I go with these guys because I love playing paddle and they play paddle, you know, or I love going with these guys because they play very good music. It's actually more about um, the density that you're at. You know, I think we're, we're dividing depending on the frequency that we're at and the belief systems, you know, like, are, are you, do you have a limited mind or are you awake? Yeah, that's kind of the division now. So I feel that more and more people might come together in tribes or there'll be communities of people kind of, you know, moving to a place where they feel more at resonance with what's surrounding them. I feel that there will be that movement. In fact, there already is. A lot of people have moved, yeah, because they're looking for peace or they're looking for land or they're looking for... So it's already happening. But I think this is the very beginning of what's to come. And I I do believe there is going to be turbulence. You know, it's not going to be... You know, it never is. When you're rebirthing, you know, giving birth to a child, it's messy, right? Yeah, but it's also beautiful as well at the same time. So I feel that um, we're going to come to that, you know, to, you know, Narazara Jazara is already happening for me energetically. I think the quantum, the quantum um, system is already activated in many, in many ways. Um, and I feel that, yeah, we won't have to work so much, I hope. Um, I do believe in, in that. I do believe that that is going to happen and that we're going to have the help and we're going to have new technologies um, that are going to be... Um, here for us to heal and in fact I'm already I'm already using um activation of my Merkaba we all have a Merkaba you know um do you know about the Merkaba Leonardo yeah Leonardo da Vinci drew this triangle one is looking to the sky the other one is looking to the earth so there's a way of activating it and it's basically like a it's like universal geometry within us it's like a massive crystal inside us okay so activating this crystal you can manifest whatever you want so jesus you know he he was an ascended master using his merkaba he wasn't just you know doing miracles he was actually using the technology that we all have you know and that's where we're going we're, we're going to be you know telepathy we're not even going to have to speak you know <laughs> i do believe that that is where we are going and um i believe that everyone like yourself and myself that have been working for so many years for the light and holding the light. And, you know, it's going to be much easier for us. I believe that we are going to be the forefront, the forefronts, you know, the ones we're going to be the leaders. We're going to be the new Hollywood stars, if you will, (laughs) you know, uh, well, I don't, yeah, not exactly, but you know what I mean? In the new earth, I think that, you know, it's not going to be about, Oh, you know, let me listen to this artist. It's going to be more about, Oh, let me have this experience with this, individual because we can create whatever we want right now anything goes anything goes you don't have to be limited to writing a song with a chorus and a verse you know why why does it have to be that systematic way why can't you just flow and then come in and do it more like a mantra or more like a meditation or who's to say how you can express what you want to express because what you have to express is totally unique right so this is going to be a beautiful creative unique way of living and space that we're going to be in and you know it's just taking the steps slowly towards that you know but uh we're there you know it's exciting definitely very very exciting and also 
um, with the with the galactic sun, like all of these activation codes that are literally gonna, you know, in some way kind of wipe out, you know, this solar flash, you know, like this rainbow light that's gonna occur. We don't know when, but we need to be ready for that because that's gonna be super powerful, right? It's gonna be powerful. So the more you work on your shadows now, the better. Don't just wait on your computer for, for the flash. Oh, where's the flash happening? Oh, this guy's saying it's happening next week. Oh, hang on, wait. This one's saying it's happening in two months. Hang on, wait. <laughs> it's like, no, 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 just go in, get ready for this because you have no idea. Like, you know, the shift that we're moving into, this is something that hasn't happened in millions of years. I don't know, but this is just, crazy. Just, just like Jesus said, you know, and, and, and or I think it was Jesus. I'm not sure if it was Jesus, but I think it's in the Bible said that, uh, you know, it, it will come like a, like a thief in the night, right? When will we take it and when will be left, right? What does that even mean? And I think yeah. it's talking about the timelines, you know, it's, it's really being aware of, of uh, um, I, I guess for me, it's, it's just being at peace and not expecting or wanting or needing anything to happen because it's already happened. Because it's really about an understanding of time, right? If we can collapse time, the time is is if we are waiting for it to happen for the you know the white hats and the quantum system and the oh it's gonna come and it's gonna give us everything right it's like no we're just you know we're here it's already here it's about having a party and loving each other and and having a good time and and really giving that light that you have right now just really giving it because uh, the time is now. That's, that's the way I see it, right? It's, it's already happening. So, um, yeah. so, so yeah. what are you doing right now to contribute to this vision that you have? Okay, let me just, let me just stop you there. I'm just, gonna, I'm just gonna say something because exactly what you were saying, that's exactly what it is, right? So the lesson here is that don't, you know, don't have expectations, you know? It's like, Basically, you are the experience. Experience now because it's happening now, you know. And the more you, you the more you kind of flow into it, and you kind of go get into the, you know, you go into the pool of, you, you know, this whole movement. You feel it, you know, because the moment you're like waiting for Q, waiting for the white hats, you're giving your power away. Yeah, but it's also waiting for Nisara Gisara or the quantum yeah, financial system. Yeah, just waiting for know? someone, again, waiting. waiting for somebody else to do it for you. It's like, no, you are the change. Exactly. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. So I just wanted to add that in. That was That's amazing. What absolutely. You yes, absolutely. Yeah, we're in the same train. So, so what are you doing physically? What's your thing? Because now you can dance now because you, going, you went through the whole thing on your back and now you're dancing. Like you're hearing yeah. it. So, so. <laughs> So this is amazing. It's like you're the living healing, right? And that's that in itself. Let me tell you that in itself, it's a whole training. Like because you you conquer something physical, and and you you downloaded the the, the codes for that healing, meaning you you coagulated manifested healing. And so the fact that you're dancing and you're 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 creating this dance, you're you're moving because you had a thing popping out of your back, you know, a whole you know what is it called a disc or something? It was that, a herniated disc. Herniated disc, and now that's for you know that is epic stuff. So the fact that now you're dancing, that I, the way that I see it is literally you're the physical manifestation of healing. 
that is incredibly powerful. Tell, tell me, tell us, tell me, tell, tell us about that. What is it that you're doing, you know, with with the dance? With how how are you bringing that that healing in your, or 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 how is it? Maybe it's because I am a dancer, so I understand oh. that you. Yeah, I love dancing, and so um, and I love raves, and that I love that's my favorite kind of music, and so. I know that putting dance into words is like, you know, you don't do that. It's like, there's really no way of explaining it because the dance is the language. And so, uh, but, you know, just share with us, how are you contributing to your vision to, to bringing this kingdom of heaven on earth, manifesting all of this knowledge? Because now you're talking about the Merkaba and yeah, I totally understand that is, is the activation proper flowing of the and you know, energy fields, right? And then you, know, you have the machine and you can travel in consciousness and eventually take the body with you, right? So all of this vision that you're seeing in the world, how, what are you doing right now? Tell us what you're doing. Okay, so basically um, what I'm actually doing right now, you know, you slowly, from all your skills and all your experiences, what we, to create your soul mission, because it's totally unique to you, to create your soul mission, it takes years to figure out, it takes a bit of time to figure out how to merge it all together, right? Yeah, because sometimes you've got so many different things we want to do because we're light workers, we work with the light. So it's like, oh my God, how do I work with the light? I can go this way, that way. Um, <laughs> I so totally I used to vocalize, so I had that whole vocalizing in clubs, yeah? But through my pain, my 10 years of pain, um, apart from doing energy work and tapping and doing other energy work to be able to heal my body, I also did two years of um, something called vital dance and vital development. Okay, so it's basically, um, it's like bio dancer. So the psychologist, um, psych yeah, psychologist in Chile called Ronaldo Toros, he discovered that um, in the 70s, he discovered that through music, you can heal emotions and you can heal the body and so on, right? Yeah. So my my teacher, who's now Argent, she's in Argentina now, but she was based in London. She trained with him, and then she created something called Vital Development. And her background was more art. She was more into art and tantra and mythology and like kind of a little bit more, you know, yeah, a bit more free than the doctor. Yeah, the doctor's take on on this. So I trained with her for two years. I went to the training every once a month. This is me with a chronic back pain. Sometimes people had to drive me, yeah? So don't tell me you can't dance. <laughs> you understand? Okay, but even though I was just wiggling or sitting down doing a, a powerful work on myself, I was healing at that time, you know? It didn't matter if I couldn't move perfectly, but I would still move my body. I wouldn't stop because I knew that that's what I wanted to do, right? And I knew that that was healing my body. And I was crying because I couldn't look at people in the eye at one point. Some people can't. You just, you know, for fear or embarrassment or not loving yourself. And these exercise, exercises taught me how to be able to look at somebody in the eye and understand that they're simply a reflection of you. So in Vital Dancer, we, I guide you. And what we do is we use the other person as... Um, someone that you can work with to work with yourself, to work on yourself, yeah? So um, I did that for two years. And then I was doing the, the MCing in the clubs, yeah? From clubs, I moved to more conscious raves. So I was doing conscious festivals where it's all energy, yeah? And I used to do something with a friend of mine, um, 
they were called yoga raves where we'd get people with glitter and my friend would do the yoga and then I would guide people through the dance and we'd have a DJ and you know so um I then started doing so I, I would take the emceeing and the vocalizing and then create the dance yeah and then I'd have a DJ a flute player and a drummer or a percussionist and I would get basically given the set of music that I wanted so to have you know, a bit of um, dub, a bit of reggae, and then I'd have, you know, something to activate you, like some house tunes, you know, some of them were more like yin energy, some of them were more like, you know, linear movements, like here I am, you know, like moving things away, like what you don't want in your life, like move it away. Um, and I would combine it, it depends, you, you could work on many different things, you can work on feminine energy, you can speak about masculine energy, you can speak about the elements, you can dance about the elements, you can dance with chakras, you can start understanding yourself by dancing it and activating, activating your body with the music, yeah, so I combine that all together and that's what I'm doing now, so I'm doing online dance where I have my setup, I have my DJ setup and I play tunes and I have a mic so I run you through the dance, yeah? And then you're doing it at home. So you put your set of speakers up and, um, and you work on yourself. You work on yourself at home, you know? You can cry at home. You see, this is the perfect time because it's all about this feminine divine energy, right? That is where we're moving into. We're moving into the flow. So you don't have to go out, you know, to, to a, a rave to dance now. That's like dinosaur. I mean, you can easily, you know, you know, you can easily dance at home. You can easily do this at home. And it's the best place right now because the problem that I had when I was doing this in Brighton, I'd have people come, but it was mostly the conscious people, the flakies, the fluffies, you know, the 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 unicorn believers, yeah? Like my, my people that I would follow in London, the ravers, none of them would come to my conscious raves because I was like, no, I ain't doing that. No alcohol, no drugs, having a laugh, mate. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So it's really hard for me. It was very hard at that time to integrate it. But sometimes you can be way ahead of the game when you have a project or we have a vision. And that can be something that can fail in your business. It can be something that goes wrong. But, you know, it's now is the right time. Now is the right time for this, you know, for something fresh like that. So that's kind of what I'm offering. And I vocalize at the same time. So it's kind of like sound healing and uh, vital, vital movement, vital movement for the body, you know? Yeah, so you're basically bringing your embodied healing through your dance and, and broadcasting yeah. that signal. Yeah, and I, I'm speaking from my life experience. It comes I mean, very naturally to me to speak about it and to get you to dance. I'm not like a Beyonce dancer, do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's not like I've been to dance classes. Like, if I, if I go to a yoga class, I get really confused with left to right. <laughs> because the thing is, no, but I'm not logical. I'm not in my mind. Yeah. When I'm doing it, I'm in my heart. Yeah. So, you know, you might dance like that. I might dance like this. You know, everyone dances in a different way. So it's about finding your dance, finding your movement. And everybody can dance. I love it when people go, oh, I can't dance that glass of wine. As it's like, you know, the mums at my child's school, they'd be like, oh, I can't come, darling. You know, I can't. No, 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 no. No, I need some wine. I'm like, okay. Uh, okay, later, later. You know. But now people are finding that it is important to, to do this because people are feeling the energies and they're in pain. People are in pain and people have lost their direction. Like, you know, it's no longer about the ego. It's like they're coming into themselves and accepting. 
So I'm hoping that now I'll be able to, in some way, earn a living with this <laughs> and actually enjoy my time. And, you know, I think for all of us light workers, it's been a long ride. Yeah. But well, this is I, our time. I think that I think that the living uh, might might actually be just, you know, it might not even be about this. It's like, you know, you just get a job, whatever it is, and then and then do this because of complete healing. And it's like, this is, and then at some point, you know, Holy Spirit comes through and say, you know, boom, here it is. But at the point where you're just completely like, let go of the entire thing. Cause I think that's where I've, I've been through, through a whole like kind of like mid grinder of like, you know, this is the, the work and you just do it. And then, and then you feel the natural kind of like healing. And then you just take care of the bills, however you can, you know, and in any other ways. And then, and then the door opens, but when you no longer like you're seeking for it. I mean, that's just where I've been in my own experience, you know. It's, yeah. it's we're in mysterious times and the spirit moves in mysterious ways, you know. Yeah, yeah, me too. I think um, as light workers, it's very, very uh, challenging right now because we know where we're supposed to be. We know the information is important, but not everybody wants it right now yet. You know, we've yeah. got to be patient. And as far as I see it, you know, uh, currency is a frequency, yeah. right? It's, it's abundance is basically, if, I mean, what, I've had cleaning jobs come to me. I used to run a cleaning business. I just shut it down uh, before I came to Spain, a seven year holistic, eco-friendly cleaning business, you know, as a businesswoman. And I dropped it. I dropped it because I was done. I had enough because it was all the COVID and you couldn't go, you know, I couldn't find cleaners. Everyone's like, oh, I'm moving somewhere else. Or, oh, I can't do this because, you know, I don't want to wear a mask. It doesn't matter. The fact is, is that it was very 3D. And I was like, okay, this is my time. Yeah. But I, I you know, I was in debt and I still am. <laughs> but what I understand is that, you know, I've had some cleaning jobs come to me and I'm cleaning. You know, I love doing it. And that's the thing. Universe is providing me that because it's like, okay, Emma, just be humble. You know, you know, you love cleaning. Get to that high vibration. Get to that higher frequency of joy. Get out. Feel like you're being active. And I've been doing that. And my, my frequency has gone higher because I feel like I'm doing something, yeah? And I'm still serving. I'm doing a service to other. I'm doing a service to humanity. And therefore, I feel useful. I feel good. I feel empowered, yeah? And I know that the rest of it will just fall into place. I, I totally see it with, with the dance. Like the dance that you're talking about is cleaning. Cleaning the, the heart, cleaning the emotions, right? Yeah. And that is yeah. the healing. Because ultimately, I see it myself when I clean my room or I clean the house. I'm cleaning my mind. I'm cleaning my, you know, whatever stuff. And everything, it's all connected. When you connect physical with spiritual, with emotion, it, it, it kind of like, it has a double, triple effect. And I totally see it like happening right now for a lot of people. I, I, I think for all, for, for all of us, because we have like, I totally hear you because we are so multidimensional. We have all these little ideas and you know, coming from everywhere and we see the entire picture and we go like, people are going, I'm not seeing anything. And you're like, wake up, you know? And then they're not getting it. And then at some point you go like, well, at least what I did was, you know, I'm just going to do my thing because it brings me joy. And then yeah. I'm going to take care of whatever needs to be taken care of. Because at some point, this is kind of like the beauty that I've, I've in this, I'm just sharing a little bit about here, is that I know and I'm manifesting, but at the same time, I'm also a piece of the puzzle. 
and I have something to give that the universe, Holy Spirit wants me to bring. And, and sometimes I don't, I, in my own, oh, I'm the manifestor. I have the power of the Merkaba. I create on my alignment of everything. In that place, I miss kind of like the, 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 the mystic spiritual shaman that comes through you and has a very specific thing that's giving you. And you're like, ah, fuck, but I don't want to do that shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, it's but you know what I mean, you know? <laughs> it's, a, it's a practice and it's, a, again, it's that feminine, <laughs> it's that feminine divine, it's that flow, it's surrendering, surrendering. Yes. Because we're like, come on, Merkaba, come on, Merkaba, why aren't you working that? <laughs> but actually, yeah, but actually the thing is, is that maybe Merkaba, you know, for you to arrive to that space, maybe you need to be learning a different lesson first. Maybe yes. there's a few things that you need to be doing first and you're not seeing that because you're so eager to get to that point. Right. You, you know what I mean? This, yeah, you want to skip grades. Yeah, and it's like you can't, you can't do that. So it's kind of like, you know, but all in its divine timing, right? Okay. And it's like, yeah, cleaning is is something that it's, it's, um, it's basically for me, it's like cleansing me. It's like, um, it's my time where I allow my ideas to flow. It's like when you're driving, you know, well, when you're driving. The, the one thing that I see you have is, is your healing. That is incredibly powerful. I mean, the mm. fact that you literally, physically, now you're fucking dancing. I mean, that is like epic. <laughs> I mean, it's like, it's like that. If, if, if I were to look at you and say, what is it that Amazi has is that power of healing. And it's like that, I think that that is, that is what's coming through. And, and it's like, you just have to like, cause it's like a puzzle, right? You, you almost got it, but it's like, there's like a piece that doesn't fit here. And, and you, but, but is that, that's the essence that I'm getting. Cause how many people out there have been having experiences of like abuse and pain and, 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 and challenges, right? And, and then suddenly that, that became physical. And then to, to be able to, to have that transmutation from, from having all the pain and emotion, and then it becomes physical, and then you fucking heal it. That yeah. is epic. And so yeah. I, I see, I see that's, that's just, I'm just, I'm, I'm just kind of what I'm, what I'm, the vibration I'm getting from what you're saying. But before we get into something else, let's just, I just want to ask you one thing. What do you think we can do to inspire unity among different groups of the truth movement? Um, what, to try and get people to be more united, you mean? Yeah. Um, well, not get them, but, you know, because we can't really get them, but just how can we help inspire, you know? I'm totally changing the whole thing, you know, yeah. we have to move forward. You know what? I actually think that, um, I actually think that the whole truth community is kind of the same as the ones are not, that are not awake. You know, it's like the people that are not awake are just in a different density. They're just in a different dimension. And the ones that are waking up that are kind of not inspired, but they're kind of, they're still kind of waking up. You know, they're still kind of absorbing the information. Um, and so it's all quite dark, you know, and there's a lot to think about and a lot to read and so many different documents and so many things that are happening and all the crumbling of the system. And it's a lot for them. It's a lot of information for them. And as well, they're kind of in a mesmerized state. It's like they're still quite, quite lost. So I feel that, yeah. So I feel that 
what could help and inspire them is to maybe start looking at themselves. I think that is really the secret right now. I like, what are you eating? Yeah. What, 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 are you, what are you doing to release the toxins of the system that is controlling you and controlling your mind? Because you're still being controlled by the information that's coming from the outside. What, what are you doing in your life to become more, more conscious? What are you doing in your life to, to get closer to the light? You know, or are you feeding more darkness? Are you feeding yourself more? You know, because that's what we're doing. We're constantly reading about what's happening. And it's like, we know. We don't need, you know, but some people actually identify to that information as well. It's natural. Yeah, because we're identifying it because we no longer identify to Netflix because they're all, you know, <laughs> bloodsuckers, whatever, right? We don't identify to that stuff because it doesn't resonate anymore. So now we're resonating to, you know, the truth and to what's happening. But again, you're still kind of like not quite focusing on your, you know, your power, your love, your heart, you know, your expression, your communication. We are trying and we are doing that. But, you know, are you putting your boundaries down? You know, you know, are, are you thinking about, you know, what would you do voluntarily? What would you do without charging money? That's probably your calling. That's your sole mission. Right. I think what would inspire people to come together is maybe having a space where people can start um, healing. I think what inspires is finding your tribe. There's a lot of light workers and there's a lot of um, star seeds that are doing really amazing work right now, you know, and it's about finding your tribe and remembering who you were. That's the information we need to be looking for now, really. That's the next step. That's it, you know, because we're, we're now coming into galactic times. This is no longer about the reptilians that were here for some years and have done this mess. Because at the end of the day, this mess happened for us. The, the duality, the separation, that happened for us, for us to grow, for us to become Christ consciousness once again, right? This it's has happened catalyst. for us. Yeah, it's yeah, a it's, 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 happened, it's happened for us because in Atlantis, you know, that's what happened, right? They, we, the reptilians came because of that reason. Apparently, we were too flaky and we weren't, we were never going to be ascended masters because we were partly Acturians, I think, something like that, or no, Lemurians. I'm learning about all of this. This is the research that I'm doing, finding out that, well, you know, we have all different, you know, species out there in our DNA. And some of us, you know, aren't from here. That's why, you know, if most of us, you know, us lot, you know, I remember when we were little, people would say to me, you're not from this planet, you know, and I'd be like, oh, okay, well, but now I understand. Now I understand that I'm not actually i've been here before but i'm from other places and i've come here to hold the light right now like many of us thousands of us millions of us on this planet so i think it's that finding out that information and realizing that you're that you're so much more than you what you see you know you're so much more than just the computer that's in front of you and just believing that and knowing that and being able to navigate with that in your heart that's essential so bringing that knowledge that we have that connection to the stars and yeah, that we and that we're much more at a genetic level than what we appear to be, and and that at that point it's like we can see okay, we're truly unified and we're truly amazing beings. Yeah, and I think one last thing as well, that's what you can do with sound and frequency, because sound and frequency takes you to the sixth, seventh dimension, 
Okay, we're not talking about the third dimension and the density now. We're not talking about the fourth where you're looking for information. Okay, we're talking about moving into the fifth, but also sensing and feeling the sixth and the seventh dimension through music and sound. And that's what I do with my voice. I take you to, you know, I, I do sounds and it sounds like they're coming from a different planet, you know? And that's when you start remembering and you start healing the body, yeah? That's where we're going. Yeah, and I see the most practical is like bringing exactly what, what gave you the healing because that is exactly what, what the, the visceral embodied manifestation. And then if you can translate that somehow, maybe into sound or something, I don't know. I mean, that, that'd be your job. But I think it's the dance because I did the uh, five rhythms for many years. I don't know if you've heard uh, about that. Yeah, yeah, I have, yeah. yeah. So I, I, that was my tradition of the dancing and I, it was magnificent. You know, you can totally heal so much. With, I mean, it doesn't matter whatever tradition, there's tons of modalities. But I think that it's uh, what I'm hearing here is just so much love that really transformed your body, literally, and then giving that love. And that, you know, it doesn't have to be free. You could charge, you know, it could be, it could be huge, you know, for people that can't pay, they can't pay. For people that can't pay a lot of money, they pay a lot of money, you know? So all of that is available because we are connected with our mission right here, right? So what's your favorite quote? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um... I can't really think of a quote. I don't know. I think I'm quoting stuff all the time. I don't really know. <laughs> uh, I don't really follow. I don't. I don't know. To be honest, just um, Buddha, maybe Jesus or something. I mean, I don't know. Arcturians. Uh, no, I don't know. Just um, love oh, life, and life love. is love, and that's okay. you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I think there was one, actually, I think there was one from Madonna I used to write all the time, but I kind of scraped her out of my head. But it's something like, life is too short to be bitter or something like that. That's not bad. Even yeah, that's all right. Madonna maybe had a, a, a <laughs> she wasn't like evil, you know? <laughs> well, maybe she didn't even realize she was controlled by them, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, I yeah, used yeah. Like her. I used to like her back, back in the day, but now- Yeah, me, me too. I, th I, sh I, I actually thought she was my sister. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> my, my dad had a child with another woman and she was like around that age and I had black eyebrows and so did she. And I was like eight dancing like a virgin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, and also, yeah, don't get me wrong, I still have body pain. Okay, I have to manage my pain, but it's not energetic anymore. You understand? It's more... It's more physical. It's just because there's less water in there. So I do have to open up my spine and do yoga every day and do the things that I need to do. Yeah. I'm doing cleaning, but when I did my business, this is, I mean, the cleaning business is a whole other, whole other thing that I took on. Yeah. I created this uh, little mysterious training method because I was cleaning with physical pain. I had to lean on things to literally get down. So I did Alexander technique and I did Thai massage. So I was training my cleaners how to lean, how to lean onto the, onto the stuff and how to hold onto handles and get up. You know what I mean? Like literally, I would, I would train them how to use their skeletal system instead of their muscular system. 
So that's that's that's, that's a, a thing whole, right there. That's a thing. That's right a there. that's a whole the whole. I'm gonna have to do a video on teaching how to clean and also learning how to be in your present moment. Because when I was cleaning that toilet, being a vocalist, I'd be like, "What the fuck am I doing here?" You know. <laughs> and then and then I, and then I <laughs> and then I'd put my beats out on and I'd start listening to to therapy and to, and to really positive podcasts or even Alex Jones back in the day. I was just like, okay, I'm on. You know? <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, I think if, if the clients knew what I'm listening to, it'd be like, damn, you know. Get um, her out. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, she's mad. But, um, but, but I would be in my own space and I'd learn how to actually come back and understand that it was a service to another person. And that would, that would heal me. That helped me heal my body pain as well. The fact that I was working someone else and I was serving someone you know and getting that energy back from them that thank you you know feeling but, useful but you can dance now I mean that's a huge thing I mean if, even yeah. let's say you still have back pain but dancing it's a whole other level well so okay there, I, there, yeah there I don't there is a power yeah. there, there. so so what do you where can people find you what is it that you're doing your EFT your vital dancer your vital development facilitator how how can they find what you're doing tell us a, a little bit about it and just you know so that uh, people can connect with you and learn how they can heal themselves and and use all of these experiences and all this pain transmute it and get their ass moving and dancing and change their <laughs> lives from the inside so okay i'm mainly on telegram is like where i put everything at the moment So you can find me um, uh, on Telegram, Amazie underscore music, A-M-A-Z-E-E underscore music. We can put the links. I'll send you the links. We're going to put the links on the page, yeah. yes. And um, I'm also on Instagram and YouTube, basically. I'm on Facebook as well, but Instagram just does it for me. Um, but um, I've also got a website, www.amaziemusic.com. But that's, you know, it's under construction at the moment. But anyway, that's where you can find me. And I actually have very exciting, uh, I've got my first proper event on Zoom on the 14th of August on a Sunday afternoon, afternoon in Spain. <laughs> I hope it's not too early for you. Yeah. But um, I'm, charging, I'm charging like 11.11. It's nothing like 11.11 euros just so that people can come and feel what it is I do. Yeah, and um, I'm going to be doing more of those events, dance events. Also, I do EFT. So a lot of people, a few people have actually contacted me because I put a post up on my Facebook about my body pain and how I'm 45 now. And um, I was kind of topless on the beach, not but with the top on. But I was, you know, just saying how proud I am of my body and how much I love my body. And um, I got a few people come back to me, um, you know, with like, taking a chemo and, and with the spine or, you know, like really severe, severe people are really suffering now. And um, I also offer um, just coaching. Yeah. Maybe like body pain coaching. So if you want to reach out to me and you are struggling to get through the pain, I can be accountable for you. And then that will come in with the dance classes as well. You know, so we can speak about it. And EFT is all about tapping, going into memories, going into the inner child, and fixing the base, fixing, you know, shifting the negative beliefs of who you are as a person into positive ones so that you can combine that with the dance. Because sometimes dance is not enough. You need to go deeper, yeah? So that's kind of what I'm offering. And those are the places where you can find me. 
Excellent, Amazi. Thank you so much for joining the Pioneers of the Great Awakening. We're so very grateful for your amazing presence. You have so much soul and so much light to bring to the world. And we want to see more of that. We want to hear more music and see more dance and just, just see your gracious lightning and beautiful, exciting and beautiful smile. Thank you so much for joining us. And, and 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 we're looking forward to see more of what you're doing here thank you so much thank you for having me it's been a real pleasure and an honor i love the name i love the name of it and keep doing what you're doing because um yeah it, it's all going to have a meaning very soon so you know this is all going to be in the akashic records this is all going to be part of our history and we are part of it so yeah i'm very thankful for this interview <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank Bye. you so much. Blessings. Bye. Blessings. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye, everyone.